get fucking booster, everybody. I got a booster and I'm fine. My wife didn't get a booster. Guess what? Sick as a goddamn dog. So get a booster, everyone. I don't know what you're waiting for. Hey, Michigan, I see you out there. Get boosted. Idaho, get your ass boosted. Florida, whatever. But Texas, get boosted. God damn it. California, get out of Dodger Stadium. Get boosted. All the other states also get boosted. Listen, one of the best things about getting a booster shot is that you can say I'm boosted. And now on with the show. Come here. Come here, Bubba. You want to say hi? Can you say hi? Who's that ghost white man? I know. And what is that baby he's holding? <laughs> I was talking about me. Can you go to mama? Go to mama. How's uh, Sarah doing with the booster? Uh, So far, so good. Here, here, Sarah. Come here. Do you want to go next? <laughs> she didn't seem to like that. Yeah. She didn't like the condescension. Got to get my coffee. Got to get my coffee. Because, you know, Andrew, I just can't function without my coffee. <laughs> That was my impression of a basic bitch. Of yourself? Yeah. Can I start today mm-hmm. by telling you? No. Great. Moving on. All right. There we go. <laughs> this is going to get done real fast. Every time yeah, you bring right. up something, I'm just going to not let you tell me about it. Sounds good. Why am I so white in this video? I feel like it's it's trying to adapt to the whatever. You may notice that there's something different on the Patreon video on my feed. I do notice it, and it's... I like it. It's fun. It is the first step in an overhaul that I am doing. Okay. It's going to be real cool when it's done. I was hoping to have it ready by today. Okay. But uh, it should be ready if you're not a patron. Then you are missing out. There we go. A little too much tension on my microphone. If you're not a patron. And in our relationship, I might add. Microphone is our code word for my... If you're not a patron... Speaking of the... Let's get intimate level. Yeah, that's right. You're going to be missing out on some cool stuff that's going on in the videos. Become a patron, patreon.com slash the media lunch break. Do the let's get intimate tier as we're talking about our microphones. You'll see some cool stuff. It is pretty cool. The phrase is from what? Why can't I place it? Just happy to be here is from something. Oh, that's not even what I was talking about. No, I know that's not what you were talking about. But Just happy to be here. What is? I don't know. I'm just happy to be here, though. <laughs> that's why I put that. There, it's a, that's a quote in something. That's a quote from some movie, and I cannot place what it is. It's going to hit me as soon as we turn off the mic. Are you sure it's not a joke? I feel like it's a joke. And the blankety blank is just happy to be here. Mm, I mean, I'm sure that it is. It's from a number of things, but yeah. there's something specifically that I'm thinking of that I can't place. But it doesn't matter. You know why? Because none of this matters. How are you? What's going on? Oh, uh, my studio, my recording studio flooded in the uh, in oh, the big really? storm that we had the other day. Oh, man. So um, thankfully, I don't keep my electronics on the floor. Wise choice. <laughs> Thank you. Wise choice. But yeah, we had to run out and buy a fan at Home Depot and shove it in here. It's probably full of mold now. Oh, awesome. But I, I don't even know where it's coming from. There's no windows. Yeah. It's a cement wall. Between me and nature. Just the way you like it. Yeah, that's right. At all times. But evidently, not cement enough. There must be cracks behind the foam or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If anyone wants to fix this problem for free, please email us at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com. Andrew has a list. Uh, has a list of things that he would like done. That I would like fixed for free. And it's, of course, to improve the quality of the podcast that you enjoy. So, you know, I know it does it, it's not obvious on why cleaning Andrew's gutters will help the podcast, but just trust us. It should go without saying. It helps the sound quality tremendously. It does. 
So that's fun. How are you? I'm good. We're good. And she got the booster yesterday. So far, everything seems to be okay. Little, like a little headache, little discomfort, you know, that type of thing. But other than that, she seems to be all right. But she got it at like 3.30 and my symptoms didn't set in until like 24 hours later. So we've got about two hours left. So we really hit like lift off with whatever the hell's going to happen. You're whiter now than you were before. I don't I, know how I you, don't know how. I, I know turned how off a light. I should be much darker. Yeah, I don't know how you did that. It's impressive, really. <sighs> I wonder if you if you turn out all the lights, are you just going to start glowing in the dark? Radioactive. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's <sighs> not your, the fact that you're Caucasian. Maybe it's the fact that you're radioactive. I'm barely Caucasian as well. Uh, your likes and interests would say otherwise. <laughs> okay. my This is a little peek behind the curtain for any listeners who might be interested in my ethnicity. My father's, both my father's grandparents were from Spain. I never even knew that. Yeah. How have you never told me that? Um, because I've never met him. So it's, you know, it's not really anything that I've ever really thought about. Why am I so bright? Fucking hell. Is this like up all the way? I hope this is the whole episode. I hope this Christ is on a fucking cracker. And he was from England. His name is Anthony Ignatius Chapman. Oh my! If anyone knows God. where he is and would like to get me some child support restoration, thirty years too late. Please email the media lunch break at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> Just put it right into the Patreon there, Anthony. That's fine. Yeah. You can even become part of the Let's Get Intimate tier. But I've often wondered, like. Should I, you know those, you, you fill out a form and it's like, what ethnicity are you? Yeah. I always put white because I feel white. Like, my identity is very clearly white. Oh, very much so, yes. But, like, I've always wondered, like, because they're always like, well, it's for, like, census purposes and we need to know certain things. And I'm like, do I put nah. Hispanic? But he's from England? But he's a Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Spanish English. He's 100% Spanish, but he's from England. You know, you never know if someone, especially having never met him. I don't know if he's 100% Spanish, but like, because who knows? People conquer. Can you say his full name again? I just was so tickled by what his name was. Anthony Ignatius Chapman. Oh my gosh. That is just, it's something out of a Dickens novel. It's just great. And that's another thing too. His last name is Chapman, which is not a Spanish name. So like, I, I presume... Some guy on his dad's side many generations ago was from England. I yeah. Just imagine him with a giant top hat. Oh and a, he, just no a, no no top hat. He was in the uh, the English Navy. Oh my! The British Navy. Oh, so he's like something out of Pinafore. That's right. Oh man! Right. I hope this guy. What a reference! Oh my god! Something out of Pinafore. I hope he turns up one day just with a saber and just full regalia and the th- tap dancing. And what are the things on the, the epaulets or whatever? What's the thing on the shoulders? Racism. Yes. Okay, great. I don't know. No, you know the thing that they put on the on the uniform? Shoulder pads. No, that's what is this, working girl? I'm not talking about I'm talking about the thing with the that's on the uniform with the little tassels on the pasties. Back. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> yes. Great. Sarah would know. Sarah, if Sarah wasn't doing something important like putting our child down for a nap, I'd be able to ask her this completely inane question. Putting that her has child nothing down like do. old yeller. That's right. Uh, <laughs> What, out, is it, what else is good? Enough about me and my family members that I've never met. Although I do have one that talks in tongues as well and preaches overseas about Jesus. What? What? Oh, yeah. What is, what she, is this? She's uh, evangelical, an aunt of mine. She's an evangelical 
I don't know what you call those people. Right. And even uh, racist. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. Chances are. Yeah. I mean, listen, if you're one of those She's people, one of those, you're not like, racist. The viper let us know passers because... or whatever. The snake passers. You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, where yeah. they pass snakes around and if it bites yeah, you, yeah. God wants you to die. Racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. She's one of those. One yeah. time, uh, I think it was during Hurricane Sandy. She asked us. We were. It was when my mom was still in uh, Brooklyn and okay. I was living in Brooklyn as well. Right. And this aunt was like, you know, the hurricane's supposed to come through you guys. If you guys want... You know, uh, we it, it was referenced that like maybe God would spare them because of how uh, dutiful their family had been. So we should go up there before the hurricane and stay there to wait it out, just and in got, case. Get under the umbrella, right? And just yeah. in case, like a you know a sinful area like New York City gets washed away in the in the forty day and forty night flood, right? Sure, and. Uh, the next day, she sent us video of her house floating down the road. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, but uh, enough about me. What's going on with you? What what horrible family members do you have? <laughs> oh, let me tell you. Let me. T- Actually, I'm trying to think. We don't. I don't think we have anything. We don't have anything like that obvious, which I guess is sometimes like. Worse because they don't present themselves oh, right sure. up front. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you got to wait a while and like you get to know them and you even get to like them. And you, then they you say have something relatives like, that are like that are nice. But every now and then they go, you're not going to wear that, are you? Yeah, they're going <laughs> to they slip in something. Yeah. Or, yeah like my grandparents yeah. used to say, like, I hope there's not going to be any brown people at that restaurant. Right. Oh, that's the thing is like I have a cousin who is he's a prison guard. And so. You know, he sees the worst of the worst. And then where he works, most of the inmates are like minorities. And just because also law enforcement is usually racist, but also like, you know, you're just getting the worst of the worst, no matter what, no matter what color they would be. And so it's like the problem is then like he'll be at a function and he's like a really nice guy and he's he's really funny and it's always fun to have him around. And then at some point. He'll slip into something of like, yeah, but let me tell you something about the Puerto Ricans. And I'm like, ah, damn it. But he doesn't like lead with it, which is the real problem. Like, I can't check out right away because now I've been invested in like talking with this person for like an hour. And then somebody says something and he's like, ah, yeah. And I'm like, ah, man, I can't get out of this now. Somebody at work one time, I was at a like after work social thing at a bar and this guy got drunk and was like, I'm going to tell you this story. And uh, it's okay. I'm allowed to say it because a friend of mine told me I'm like an honorary Jew. No. And I was like, this is not going to go anywhere good. If you got to set it up like that, (laughs) then uh, yeah, it's it is. And I don't have the social skills to even after almost 40 years on this earth to back out of a conversation that way. Like, again, if if it was like the first thing out of their mouth, I'd be like, oh, good to see you. And then I'd leave. But like after like an hour of talking to a person and then they launch into something, I don't have the social skills to be like, uh, I think. Let me tell you, if smoke bombs were cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep a few in your pocket just in case. Yeah. I would Batman myself out of there every single time. Just. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. (laughs) And just disappear. As soon as the word Jew pops up or. Yeah. (laughs) There's something in New York that like blew my mind in Michigan. If you see someone wearing or, or I guess the northern Midwest, if you see someone wearing an all denim outfit. Do you yeah. have a name for that? A Canadian tuxedo. Canadian tuxedo. Okay, so maybe that's Pennsylvania as well. I've heard it all over. Okay, but I mean, maybe I, I'm sure it it came down from the Midwest and then migrated its way oh, over. It's possible because once I moved to New York, 
like not like Manhattan or like Williamsburg or whatever, but like the the more rural parts of New York City. Right. People call that a like the first time I heard someone use that the the term Puerto Rican tuxedo, and I was like, I don't like this phrase anymore. No. <laughs> I was like, I immediately. It's one thing if we're going to make fun of our neighbors to the north, right? But, uh, but not our soon to be fifty first state. That's right. No, I've always heard it as Canadian tuxedo. Mm. I've oh I've and and really to me it has to be a very specific type of denim ensemble really the <laughs> denim jacket and the denim pants have to be the same shade of blue you know what your problem is what's that not hanging out with enough racists uh you know what i can fix that let's get a family barbecue going Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news, all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and get stuck in a very awkward conversation. My name is Chris Trebel. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Smoke bumps. I think that's how we should end the podcast. But we both do it at the same time, so neither oh. of us remember to stop recording. That's right. And we just, it just for the next 15 minutes, it's just silence. And then every five to ten minutes, you can hear one of us like... In the distant background, just be like, is he off yet? You think I could? <laughs> like you hear in the distance, oh, fuck, I forgot to turn it off. Step, 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 click. And then you just hear jostling and then it's like, how the fuck do I turn this off? <laughs> what is this? What does that light mean? What is this? Chris, did you? Are you still recording? What's going on? And then it, and then Sarah records a 20 minute episode that is absolute brilliance. And then you're like, how did I get on the roof and where are my pants? Oh, Chris. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I don't know why my life turned into an 80s sitcom after that. <laughs> Benny Hill sketch. Yeah, really. Andrew, mm? it's Tuesday news it's day. It's the Tuesday news day. It's Tuesday. A the news, news day. day. Tuesday news. Whatever that theme is that we haven't made up yet. I got a bunch of news. Do you oh have a gosh. bunch of news? Do you have any news? I have some news. I have some news as well. Is it the same news as you? Chances are yes. But I got a little bit of actually before we get into actual news, I have one news news story that I want to lead with up front. And that is everyone is dead, Andrew. Yeah. Everyone died. That's weird and crazy. I'm thinking of two specific comedy legends. I am too. I'm sure we're thinking of the same two people, but there are others as well that like dropped. I'm thinking, of course, of Betty White and Bob Saget, both dead. Betty White, age 99, which was like 99 and like 99 100s. (laughs) Betty White, first of all, on top of being a comic legend, notoriously nice person in the industry. This is how nice she was, Andrew. She died just before the end of 2021, just so that she wouldn't ruin 2022 for everyone. (laughs) It was so sweet of her. So nice. Yeah. That's crazy. She died before her 100th birthday, so no one would have to do anything. Exactly. She didn't Didn't want want to be a bother. Yeah, exactly. Um, Amazing. She's, you can watch anything with Betty White and it's, Probably gold. There's a sketch. I think it's probably a commercial from like a Super Bowl or something. Or maybe it's Is like it a behind the football. No, no, no. Commercial? That one's very oh, funny, okay. too. But there's yeah. a like a, it might be like a behind the scenes, just funny gag they did on a movie. It's her and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. And she keeps being like, 
absolutely shitty to him and being like, listen, punk, you fucking step on my lines again and there's going to be hell to pay. You understand me? I'm going to get your ass (laughs) fired and you're never going to work in this country again. And like that sort of thing keeps happening until Ryan Reynolds finally is like, listen, lady, you know, you're not the boss of me. And she pretends to like get faint and she's like, oh, why would they yell at me like that? And the like stage manager has to come over and be like, Ryan, look, I know you think you're a big deal, but you can't yell at this nice old woman. And he's like, no, she, but she was, you know, that's That's how, that's honestly how nice she was as well, is that that joke wouldn't work if she wasn't famously nice and kind. It was incredible. She was incredible. I, I, everyone's been looking up, of course, you got like golden girl clips and things like that. I would encourage people go back and also watch stuff from like the Mary Tyler Moore show, because Mm -hmm. it is a different side of Betty White that a younger generation doesn't think of. We always think of her as like the nice, sweet old lady that we remember from like the golden girls and the kind of aloofness of her and everything. But she was like her character on Mary Tyler Moore was like Machiavellian, but she was great at it and was hilarious. Also, did you hear that? I'm sure you've heard this story because it was all over the internet and it's your type of story. I had, the name of the dancer, but she had a show. She had a show in the fifties. She had her own, the, like the Betty white show. And they, she was going to have a black dancer on. And they were like, no, yeah, you I've can't do it. Story. And she put him on anyway. And then she said, live with it. That was yeah. literally what she said. She was like, nah, live with it. Yeah. Tough, tough shit. I'm putting him on. He's really good. Yeah. Call a cop. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> it's, be- it's the Betty White show. And let me just check my ID. Oh, I'm Betty White. <laughs> the story I thought that you were going to say was uh, someone shared a, a thing that like her last word was Alan, which was the name of her late husband. Yes. And someone was yeah. like, oh, her late husband came to take her away or whatever. And I was like, first of all, that's murder. And secondly, Walt Disney's last words were Kurt Russell. Russell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know how much how uh, weight we want to give to that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting to transition. Bob Saget had a great quote about her uh, or a great tweet about her when she died. And she he talked about. He just said, see you soon. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he talked about this plane ride that he shared with Betty White and they were talking about it and he made the, he made this great story where he's like you know Betty what do you say you me this airplane bathroom join the mile high club and she goes I'll meet you in five minutes and then he, he just ended with the line I stayed in that bathroom for two hours <laughs> and Bob Saget died that yeah. is insanity to me I mean, yeah. 65, which is very young. Well, and he, he, I didn't even realize he was that old. I thought he was like in his 50s. 50s yeah. He, he looks much younger. He does. And still, go, I mean, he died on the road, which is for a comic kind of. It was like what right you want. after his first. It was first right after a gig. He was in the hotel yeah, or something. His first yeah. gig of the season. Yeah, he was starting a tour. Yeah. But amazing. Like, listen, everybody grew up with him from Full House, and we can remember him from that. But if you've never seen any of his stand up, Man, first of all, everybody, I think, probably listening to this show. If you're younger than 50. Yes. Give it a try. (laughs) Yeah. But everyone listening to this show probably knows his stand-up was obviously very different from Danny Tanner and and (laughs) how dirty it was. But it's it's really great. I mean, I watched a couple of his specials, and they're great. They're fantastic. Uh, He famously had one of the most intense versions of the Aristocrats I was just going to say, you and I, one of our bonding... Yeah, yeah. Moments uh, becoming friends was like us talking about the aristocrats. No, it was the the aristocrats. Yeah, we love that movie. The the beloved Disney movie. Though, fun fact, not in that. No, that's what we kept talking about. Is how we can't believe that he's not in that movie about the aristocrats and just 
going off of his version of that joke, you and I then trying to tell each other that joke all the time. Like you can put that on anytime, day or night and just be both laughing hysterically and in awe of how sharp that that was. But if there are people around, maybe at night. Yeah, just put it on the headphones. <laughs> maybe maybe mute it. Yeah, definitely. It is the ultimate not safe for work. Yeah, I think they right. created yeah. NSFW4, right. his version of the Aristocrats. Yeah. I had to really emphasize the R on that one. Did you hear it? <laughs> yes. Also, because right before we put my kid down for bed, we were listening to Disney music and the Aristocrats uh, came on. And now it's all excuses. Now it's all I'm saying. Yeah. You actually know Bob Saget a lot better than I do. Well, we were we were friends and close yeah, confidants right. and uh, lovers as well. You know what's super weird? A lot of celebrities made a lot of celebrities made tweets or statements about how he had texted them a few days before and they never texted him back. Right. Ben Folds made a statement about that. And there was another guy too. Who Apparently felt... massive texter that we just never knew. Well, also a guy you're like, I'll get to that later. <laughs> you know, right? like right. Oh, this jackass again, I'll text him back next week. Uh, Saget's texting me. Okay. Yeah. My uh, fondest memory of Bob Saget doesn't even involve him. Brilliant. There was this very famous uh, YouTube star named Tourette's guy. Okay. And he, they, like it was, Supposedly, I think it was I think nowadays I think it's a little too uh, I don't think the guy actually had Tourette's. I think he was probably making fun of people with Tourette's. It's not really something that is appropriate. But at the time when you're 17 years old, you think everything's funny. And you also believe everything that you see. is Right. Exactly. Supposedly, this guy's son was taping just like, you know, candid moments of his dad's Tourette's. Right. And famously. There's an entire video of every single time something goes wrong, the guy yells Bob Sackett. That's amazing. (laughs) And so, like, he's mowing the lawn and bees keep attacking him and he just screams, Bob Sackett. There's a part where he's playing pool and he misses the ball and just goes, ah, Bob Sackett. That's that's pretty good. I I think I might adopt that, actually. Yeah, it's pretty good. Probably sometimes. I'll send you the video after this. Okay, great. Of that horrible, horrible video. Offensive video, yes. I mean, listen. There's nothing Bob Saget liked more than offensive humor. Oh, it's great. It's fantastic. Listen to his behind the scenes stories about America's Funniest Home Videos. It's great. But some of the videos that he would get that they couldn't show. Also, for an added thing, watch the roast of Bob Saget because you get Norm MacDonald as well. Oh, that's true. That's 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 the one with him doing the Henry Fonda thing, right? I don't know what that means. He was bombing on purpose. Yes. Yes. Where he just does like. He says, uh, Very, "That's uh, right. It was his roast that he did like really inane he jokes. Has, he has the face of Bob Saget has the face of a flower, a cauliflower. cauliflower. Yeah. yeah. All right. Should we get to some real news? Andrew? Let's do it. All now right. that we're twenty minutes into this, let's actually start the show. Excellent. I've got a little bit of everything here. I've got a little Marvel. I've got a little DC. As a, I love. you know, I always forget that we have this bit, <laughs> and then it pops up, and I'm just so like the the <sighs> just the character arc that I watch you go through every time I do." <laughs> this bit in, a, in like a microsecond is just brilliant because doing you forget this every that week I do for this like bit. five and a half years you forget i do i could see this is what happens i could see it in like a half a second you've forgotten i've done the bit then you remember i do the bit then you are instantly exhausted by the bit and then you settle into the fact that you're gonna have to do the bit to continue the rest of the show and that yeah. happens like literally in the span of a snap of a finger it's it's amazing to the watch cosmos it, is an amazing place chris isn't it just <laughs> As always, I have a little bit of Marvel, a little bit of DC. As always, the choice is yours, Andrew. What would you like to start with? Marvel. Too bad I want to talk about Scott Pilgrim. Oh, yeah. Andrew, Variety's reporting 
that Netflix is developing an anime style series of Scott Pilgrim. Um, no word on when Netflix will develop the live action version of the anime, but John Cho has already been tapped to play the lead. <laughs> Christ. I'm very proud of that joke. It's a very good it, joke. And I was like, oh, and this is the joke Andrew would write if he had this story. I, it took me a minute, too. I don't know. There was a bit of a delay. And I was like, it took me a minute to be like, John Cho. Oh, that's John Cho. He's going to play the lead. And oh, no, he's not. Oh, wait, we're doing that bit where I have to choose the thing again. I mean, he is probably statistically. Yeah. So Brian Lee O'Malley, the creator of the comic, is executive producing, writing and show running uh, alongside a guy named Ben David Grabinski, who did the there's apparently an Are You Afraid of the Dark reboot that I didn't even know occurred. There is, yeah. And that guy was behind that. Now he's doing this. Isn't Edgar Wright involved with the project as well? Probably. He's probably executive producing in some sort of capacity. I don't know how hands-on he's going to be, but I'm sure he has some, I'm sure he's got some money in it. You know what I mean? He's got his his finger in the pie. That is Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, I got it right here. Uh, Edgar Wright is executive producing as well. Excellent. Yeah. That makes it even better yeah. as well. But the fact that Brian Lee O'Malley is directly involved. Yeah, that helps. I think helps a lot. This is exciting. I'm I'm excited to see this develop. Uh, I Do know we this know just yet if it's... We know nothing. Okay. This is all I have. All I have is this, Andrew. Because the biggest criticism I have of the film, which also Edgar Wright and Brian Lee O'Malley worked on, right. is that it's basically just l- the comics, but less of it. Right. And then the ending, the, the end of the comics hadn't been written yet. So the end is different right. and it's a little worse. But like other than that, like if the comics had been finished and we had the same ending in the movie as we have in the comics. Right. Then it would just be like a shorter version of the comics, which is cool. It's nice to have adaptations of things. Right. But uh, it, it worked really well as a gateway to get people to read the comics, which is just like a much longer version of that film. But if we're just rehashing the same storyline in, in an anime, I, it's cool, I guess. I'm going to predict that this is, at least for the first season, going to be mainly a rehash of the comics in an anime style, which I think is going to be cool to watch because it inspiration from it comes very heavily from kind of anime. And so I think to see that kind of fully realized in anime form is going to be really, really cool to see. As far as seeing like an original plot line, I don't think so. Maybe they'll do, they might develop some original subplots. Right. But I think the overall arc is going to be just like that. I mean, fuck it. I'll watch it. But that's what I mean. I think if nothing else, having the creator involved in the running of the show in the day, not just executive executive producing and not just writing, but like being the showrunners, the day to day operations, yeah, at least lends it credence that you're going to get a good voice cast. It's going to be very true to the source material. And then also, I think with this, John Cho is going to come on. John Cho is going to come in and just crush it as he yeah. did with Cowboy Bebop. But I think with this also, if you can get through the first season, this is kind of what we said with Cowboy Bebop, but I'm more optimistic about this. If we can get through the first season where it's just the comic put to series, then come second season, we'll be able to expand. We'll get that sequel that we've always been wanting. You know, I also don't know how many episodes this is going to be. For all we know, the first the comic is going to be the first, you know, if it's 10 episodes, maybe it'll be, just be the first five. Yeah. And then from there, you 
you you don't know where it's going to go. So it's kind of all up in the air right now. I also would like them, if they're going to work with Brian Lee O'Malley in the future, I'd really like them to tap into some of his other... Yeah, because what's the one that I like that you gave me like years ago about the chef? Seconds? Yes, Seconds. that's what it is. He also is writing, I think it might still be going, I might be wrong, so don't quote me on that, but Snot Girl, Melinda really likes that one. That's a Brian Lee O'Malley one. I haven't read it yet, it's in my queue, and I just haven't gotten around to it, but I've heard it's excellent. Okay, but yeah, I uh, I this is all... Good things to me. What do you have, Andrew? Besides a debilitating craving for Hot Pockets, in a historic effort to gaslight the entire movie-watching community, Netflix is going to shoot two, I say two, Red Notice sequels back-to-back because that movie wasn't bad, you're just crazy. The three lead (laughs) actors, the producers, and the director have all agreed to return. Netflix hopes to begin filming next year. But has already finished. (laughs) Uh, Sure, why not? What the hell? I mean, it was was government-issued at this point. They're treating this like Avatar. (laughs) Yeah, well... They're doing two at once. Because it deserves... Listen, it is the Avatar of Netflix. That's why. You know, Dwayne Johnson took Red Notice to Universal, and they turned it down because... Because the budget was too big. Um, it needs a big budget. I would, I, after watching Red Notice, I would argue that it could have probably needed a bigger budget at Netflix. For sure. I mean, that bull was not good. But that's my point, is that Netflix put up the amount of money right. that they were saying it would need. Right. And it's still not great. No. 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 They're going to spend more money on these? Yes, they are going to... Spend more money on both of these. Sure, why not? Listen, am I going to watch this? For this show, you will. Probably because we'll make ourselves watch it for this show. That's pretty much it. Um, Sure, why not? Listen, it's the type of movie that you're on Netflix and you're like, what do you want to watch tonight? And then you're like, I don't know. And then you're like, there's another one of these. I guess. Why not? Sure. Might as well put this on. This is the thing on the front page of Netflix. Might as well. Listen, it wasn't. A terrible movie. It was just a whatever movie. I think that was like the it's it's both the best compliment and biggest critique I could give it is it was a nothing movie. And so, sure, why not? If you're going to spend money, if Netflix is going to spend money on anything, sure. Why not? Two more red notices. What are they speaking of whatever films? We watched the first Venom the other day. Oh, did you? Yeah, it is a whatever film, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. The next day, Melinda was like, I was just thinking nothing happened in that movie, did it? And I was like, no, nothing happened. You know what happened after I watched the first Venom movie? I thought to myself, you know what? I can't remember if I watched that movie. <laughs> After I watched the first Venom movie, I thought to myself, what is life? How do we define consciousness? And why am I still here? <laughs> Great. Sure. They want to make 20 of these? Go for it. I oh, don't God. give a shit. It's not, you know, it doesn't. The other thing is with Netflix, they're not. This doesn't seem to fall into like a Martin Scorsese, Ridley Scott moment of like, well, they're not making these movies because they're making 20 red notices. Like, right. whatever, man. You're just going to make it and put it up on a streaming service. And look, service. as long as they keep putting Dwayne Johnson and Ryan Reynolds in films, people will keep watching them. Uh, you know what? They are endlessly charming. And I, I will give them that. The, yeah. the one caveat about these movies is like, I'm going to I'm just going to go in and be like, I kind of want to watch some scenes between those two. They're pretty charming together. Yeah. I'll put up with that for an hour. I know the movies are two hours, but I'll put up with it for only an hour. You gotta take it in small doses. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, like medicine. Yeah. Yeah, so sure, whatever. Alright, what do you got? What do I have other than herpes? Um, (laughs) Andrew, 
I don't have a good lead in for this. Moonlight got Moon Knight got a trailer. Moonlight Moon got a trailer. Got an Oscar. Moonlight got an Oscar. And because <laughs> of Moonlight getting an Oscar, Moon Knight got a trailer. The sequel. That's right. Yeah, exactly. They're making two of those and they're putting them right up on Netflix. <laughs> Jesus Christ. At the same time. Yeah. Also starring Ryan Reynolds. And I would watch Moonlight starring <laughs> Ryan Reynolds and The Rock. Let's be honest. I thought you were going to say Moonlight, but Moonlight would be a much different I would film. watch both of those. Yeah. And they would be both very different things with the two of them in there. Yeah. Would you okay? Then let's put it this way: Would you rather watch Moonlight redone with The Rock and Ryan Reynolds, or Moon Knight redone with The Rock and Ryan Reynolds? All right, I'm going to tell you. Uh, you you actually sold me with Moonlight at first, but the more that I think about it, Moon Knight, but Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne Johnson play the like dissociative identities of the same guy. Nope. Oscar Isaac plays the guy he's playing in Moon Knight. The Rock and Ryan Reynolds play Moonlight. Damn it. <laughs> play Moon Knight together at the same time. You just, you put a big belt around the two of them. They're <laughs> like a three-legged race. They tie their legs together. Yes, each one gets one sleeve each. They're in a potato right. sack together. Exactly. It's just a giant potato sack of a costume. And they're just running around together. <laughs> and they they fight in the costume. It's not part of the character. It's just the two actors because they get sick of each other after a while. They're just... They're just fighting inside the costume, but for some reason they keep the mics going. You've sold me. In spite of the fan fiction that would inevitably arise from them both being in Moonlight, I am deciding I would rather see them in Moon Knight. Excellent. That being said, uh, we we got a trailer that doesn't have either of them. (laughs) (laughs) We should talk about this part instead. Let's talk about the real one. Moon Knight got a trailer, a full trailer, and we actually see just what the hell is going on. It looks good. I, it looks really good. I, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, excited about I this. I don't think Moon Knight is from England in the comics, which is interesting. Who can tell? I know. I, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with his. But Blade's not from America, so maybe it's a hero exchange program. They're going to make Blade Canadian. Yes. I. Uh... He's just in all denim and swords. <laughs> I'm saying it has to be like the same, like, see, like you can't see unless you're in the let's get intimate Patreon level. You can't see. But like the color of my sweater right now, this kind of like sky blue has to be both sky blue jacket and sky blue jeans is what I'm thinking. To oh, be it like couldn't a be like Canadian black tuxedo. denim jeans. It couldn't be like like I'm wearing like I'm wearing gray jeans. Right. So you could do that. You could do like a dark je- denim. But is that denim that you're wearing? Yes. Your sweater? Well, it, Oh, no. Oh. But I'm saying like the this color denim and then this color denim on the mm, pants. I think that's a Canadian. That's, let, let, that's wait, a this Canadian is a discussion tuxedo. for another time. Why? Well, the, <laughs> of the things we've discussed on this show, this is easily more on topic than half of the shit that we talk about most of the time. That's not true. <laughs> I'm saying it's a dark denim and a different color denim. That's okay. That's not a Canadian. Chris, I have to edit this. <laughs> right. And so I'm saying like, I and because I've done this, like I, it's like the gray jeans and like a dark denim. That can work. You can make that work. I think. I don't think that's a Canadian tuxedo. Trying to make some sort of like racist Puerto Rican thing, but I'm not comfortable doing it. I'm not comfortable doing it either. Let's get my cousin on the phone. Oh, my God. (laughs) A callback. So in the comics, for anyone who doesn't know, Moon Knight is... uh, I've already forgotten his origin, but he... He has dissociative identity disorder. I believe yep. he's American. Something Egyptian. Okay, I meant the powers. You meant the person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The per- like how he gets the powers and stuff. He, yeah. he finds out that like there's this Egyptian deity that is like talking to him through his mind. And then actually the dissociative identity disorder was kind of a retcon because 
in the comics, he was just sort of pretending to be other people so he could get information out of people. Got it. And then they were like, hey, this would be a cool idea. What if he doesn't know that he's doing that? What if it's just something that happens? So he has like five different identities. And it's a, yeah, he's an interesting, he's a cool guy. How long do you think, because this trailer seems like we're not going to get Moon Knight for a couple episodes. How long do you think we go before we get actual Moon Knight? I think they're going to do the same kind of thing they did with Hawkeye. And I think they're going to I think the end of every episode is going to have some like, whoa, thing. I think we're going to get him at the end of the first episode. You think white suit at the end of the first episode? Yeah. I'm thinking like four episodes. Really? Uh, How many episodes is it? uh, Six. It's only six episodes long. All right. So I'm going to say three. No. Halfway. I'm going to say halfway. Famous last words. I might even stick with four. That's insanity. You're going to have a Moon Knight series where two thirds of the show doesn't have Moon Knight. We had a Daredevil series where we didn't see the costume until the, uh, the last second. Right. But so you think he's going to. I don't think so. Though, because the, the, the way they show it in the trailer is the costume sort of comes from him. Right. So like the thing with Daredevil was just that like he didn't have a tailor. <laughs> right. But I think we still saw Daredevil after like the second episode. There's several sequences where he Oscar Isaac is in like an action sequence where it would make more sense to have Moon Knight come out. And he doesn't like there's him in a truck holding a gun and he seems very surprised to be holding a gun. And I'm like, well, oh. that I think is Moon Knight leaving and he's waking up Maybe, and he doesn't possibly. know where he is. But then why would Moon Knight leave in the middle of the truck being? Because he can't control it yet. I think that's going to be the thing is he's not going to be able to control his other identities. Got and Moon it. Knight is one of them. Got it. Got it. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. I'm just going to stick with my original answer, though. Great. You, may, you bring up a good point and you're probably right, but I'm going to stay saying the thing that I said. I think at the latest, the end of episode two. But I would guess the end of episode one. I'm going to say episode three. I'm going to say halfway through. It'd be very weird to have two thirds of a show not have the main character mm. in a superhero show. Can you imagine how upset people would be if there was a Batman TV show and Batman didn't show up until like almost the very end? You got two episodes with Batman in it? Well, there's. Uh, which one is it? I, I think, well, I guess this isn't a good example, but the Dark Knight Rises, you don't get Batman until like an hour in or something like that. Sure. But that's because we were sick of him. <laughs> that's true. That's a fair point. That's a good point, too. Yeah, I'm going to I'm just going to stick with episode three. That's what I think. OK, you're wrong. That's fine. OK, OK, that's fine. Oh, we'll see about that. <laughs> we will see how wrong I am. Andrew. Yeah, we will. No, I meant really. We're going to see that I'm completely wrong. Yeah. No, it's your turn now. Yeah, I know. I was waiting for you to initiate that you were finished. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, I don't like the way <laughs> that sounds too formal. In a historic effort to oh, gaslight no. the entire movie watching community, Joss Whedon has finally opened up about his time working on Justice League and denies every allegation made against him because he wasn't a dickhead on set. The entire cast and crew are just crazy. <laughs> I did not get a chance to read this article yet. I, I have Holy shit. I want to. I, I have it. But I'm like, I know it's a it's quite a. Let me read it for you. The whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Right here. Right now. Good Lord. Whedon told New York Magazine that he's the real victim and all the allegations are the outcome of a huge misunderstanding between him and 40 to 50 people. <laughs> here are some gems from the interview. None of the claims Ray Fisher made in the media were, quote, true or merited discussing. Sure. That's what you want to do when you've been canceled is 
refuse to talk about it. Everyone. Yep. In describing Fisher, Whedon said, quote, we're talking about a malevolent force. We're talking about a bad actor in both senses. Okay. Okay. He said also, I don't have this one written down, but he also said that the reason he cut most of Ray Fisher's work in the movie is because of how bad an actor he is. But see, the problem with that. Is that, they, is that he's really is good? That they released all of that later on, it's and then so we all got to see else. how good he is, and so that's Ugh. a problem. Here's the last one I have. It's not my fault. It's Gal Gadot's boobs' fault. In response to Gal Gadot's allegations oh, yes. that he threatened to make her career miserable, Whedon claims she misunderstood his meaning, stating, "Quote: English is not her first language." You're right. There's a lot of subtlety to what he said there. Wow. To which she responded, I'm wearing a Wonder Woman costume right now. I'm pretty sure my career is secure right now. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure you stepped in to take over this movie because someone died. Dude. And I was here three movies ago. This shit about, like, supposedly he told Gal Gadot that she deserved to be run over by a train. Well, listen, I mean, we don't know the circumstances. Maybe she did deserve to be run over by a train. <laughs> I, also, I don't have the quote, but he said that, uh, and I think we can all agree on this, he said that um, doing Justice League was the, it's the biggest regret and the worst mistake he's ever made. Yes, because otherwise he'd still be a horrible person in secret. He also said that Warner Brothers told him that they hated Zack Snyder's vision and they needed him to reshoot everything and that he didn't want to. Okay, actually, I'm going to say I could believe that one. Because if you remember the response to Batman v Superman, uh, it was not the best response. And that's the second movie out of two where people were a lot of people, especially the fans, were like, what is this? Like, this is not. I disagree. The fans. I mean, it depends on who you're talking about. But for the most part, uh, critics didn't like it. Right. But the viewers base loved it. Not all of them, though. There was there. No, but you're never going to get everyone. But if you look on stuff like Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb, it's pretty high. Critically, it was panned. Yeah. And then I think it kind of it divided the fan base as well. And so when you get those two things, it kind of weighs it towards one end. Whereas Whedon, again, you got to remember, he was coming off two Avengers movies. Yeah, like, but one of them was bad. <laughs> right, but the first one, one of them was had sh- the same problem that Batman versus Superman had. Right, but what but the other one set up I mean, it didn't set up the MCU, but it cemented it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so he's coming off he's coming into this project off of that, whereas Zack Snyder was coming off of Man of Steel and Batman v Superman, two movies which critically were panned. And again, like I said, kind of divided the fan base a lot on, is this the direction you want the full universe to go? So that one I will actually buy, that he walked into that situation and movie studios being the heartless bastards that they are, were like, wow, it's really tragic situation what happened with Zack Snyder. But since he's on his way out, can we just bend your ear and maybe have you... Can you Feige this this up a little bit? Can you Feige this a little bit? Maybe work that Avenger magic a little bit? It's possible. That I could believe. But reports also all said the opposite. Like, everyone is saying that, like, they were, that he was telling them this movie is not workable and it needs to be reshot. Right. But I will also say no one wants to go on record as the person who said, hey, you know that movie that the guy whose daughter killed himself 
uh, was working on. It's a bad movie. And it, we're now that he's left, let's redo his entire vision. I also think no one wants to be responsible for the bad movie that came out of it. Well, that's the other thing, too. Yeah. And it's, you know, no one wants to jump on that grenade. So that one, I'm not saying that it did happen, but of the things that he says, that one I could buy. Yeah, that right. one I will believe. That being said, once he got on set, just a horrible person. Yeah. Just the worst. And any hope that he could come through this on the other end, I'm not saying it's undoable after this, but he definitely put himself back into Hollywood jail for another sentence. Yeah. <laughs> like that. You could this article could have come out and he could have been like, you know, what happened on set was tragic and I don't know what I was thinking or whatever. There's a tasteful way to do this. Yeah. And it could have been the start of him coming back and being able to like work again. And wow, he just like doesn't get he thinks he's still Joss Whedon. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. thinks he's that Joss Whedon in his head still. Yeah. And I'm like, he, oh. even in the article, he talks about because uh, they, they mentioned that his wife comes in and the interviewer asks like, oh, how did you guys meet? And Joss Whedon even and says he's like in an audition. Well, no, <laughs> on a couch. She's an artist. And he had already bought some of her art because he really liked it. And she was like a big, big name artist. And he said she was the only person that he had met who was actually a bigger deal than he was. And that uh, that's what, like, sparked his interest. What? Wow. That's that's a good foundation for a relationship. And uh, for anyone who would like this image in their head, don't worry. He is getting help for his sex uh, addiction. That he, yeah, uh, he. I has, love that uh, you stuttered right where you stuttered on <laughs> that right word. Time. That was the perfect spot. He is so, uh, and and evidently he's taking it very seriously. Good. That's the that's the thing that he needed help for. Wonderful. Of the takeaways that he t- that he had, <laughs> that's the one he needed help with. Yeah. Is that one right there? To be fair, that's probably the reason that he made them have Flash fall on Wonder Woman's boobs. Sure. Sure. Why not? Also, timeless gag. Timeless in that there was never a time where it was funny. Yeah, exactly. Let's see. Is it is it me? It's me. It's isn't you. It? See, it's difficult. You need something to say, okay, I'm done. I'm treeble. No, I was whether you were <laughs> you you've given up on me making that I'm joke. So you do just it. had to do it's both a timeless ends of it. gag, Chris. Yeah, in that there was never a time when that was good. We got some Batgirl news. Did you see the Batgirl news? Uh, I saw a photo. You saw a photo. Yeah, there was a photo that came out. There's a couple of actually there were two photos that came out. One was of the costume. Did you, is that yeah. the one you're talking about? Maybe it's a it's her. It's like a shot from below looking up at her. And yeah, you can, it's like a bust photo of the of her in the costume. Right, right, right. What do you think of the costume? First of all, fine. I like it. I, yeah, like I don't it. care. It looks, it I looks good. literally no dog in that fight. It could look like anything <laughs> and I'd be fine with it. No, it looks good. I Yeah, it looks like uh Gail Simone era Batgirl, which is, I think, what they're drawing on as well. There was another photo that came out of a a mural on a wall from the Batgirl set. Did you see that one? No. So this is people are seeing this as more confirmation of, of Michael Keaton's Batman being a Batgirl, which we already knew was going to happen. But also there's another inclusion in the mural, and that is Robin. So apparently this universe... Michael Keane's Batman at one point had a Robin. Now, here's the thing. We don't know which Robin it is. Is Robin dead or alive? Is he? This is my crazy 
fan theory. You ready for another one of my crazy predictions? Always. Yeah. Uh, could he possibly be one of the villains? Robin. Yes. That he was turned for, for instance, if it's like a Jason Todd. Where is Robin? Hang on. I'll find you. I, I don't know what picture you're looking at, but let me find it for you. It's like a big wall painting, right? Yes. Batgirl. That, not Batgrill. <laughs> I'd like a Batgrill. Do you think Batman has a Batgrill? Like there's like the Batcopter and the Batmobile. Uh, you think on Memorial Day he breaks out the Batgrill? Oh, uh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Okay, I'm going to hold this up. I don't know if you can see it. That is not the one that I saw. Oh, okay. If you look down in the corner of the wall, then you can see Robin. Oh, yeah. But the other part is that the face is kind of chipped out. Yeah, yeah, So people yeah. are saying, well, like, obviously. they haven't either casted Robin yet or, you know, they don't know who it's going to be. So they wanted to, the face to be out so that they can. You know who'd make a great Robin? Who? Ezra Miller. <laughs> a better Robin than a Flash. Yeah, because he'd be... A, in a more limited capacity on screen? Yes, I agree with you. Well, sure. I guess that's the outfit. It doesn't look like Michael Keaton, though, right? No, it doesn't look like Michael Keaton, but it is kind of his outfit. Yeah. But then the other, because the other thing is, if you look at the outfit of Robin, it's more like the comic accurate Robin. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. the Chris O'Donnell. Yes. Yes. I'm going to say Chris O'Dowd, and that's not it's right. It's not the Schumacher. It's not the Schumacher. Ooh, that's that's what I'm calling it now. It's not the Schumacher. It's more yeah, of a, It doesn't have nipples. Yeah. It's more the, the comic accurate one. So it looks a bit like Burt Ward. It does. So I'm wondering if like this Robin is now a different Robin from. So they're they're essentially saying Batman, Batman Returns. And then the other two forever and Batman and Robin are not part of the Keaton verse or a different movie. Right. That it didn't happen or it's a completely different thing. So who the hell knows? That's fun when they do a different thing. You know that time when they do different things when it's timeless. Yep. In that there was never a time that this story was interesting. <laughs> so yeah, so that happened. So there's that. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the inclusion of Robin. Is it still a streaming thing? So far. But again, more of this, the more that this comes out, the more I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like this is going to get bumped up. I, I really do think that this is going to get bumped up to theatrical release. So we know Keaton's in it, right? Yes. I wonder if he's going to be from an alternate universe and she's going to be like, you're not Batman. That guy on that wall is Batman. Oh, that could be. That it could definitely be that it. I mean, this could be could be a universe where like Batman is dead, like Batman and Robin have both died. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. Batgirl has had to step in. Well, it's definitely not. It would then be a third universe because it's definitely not the Ben Affleck Batman. Right, like that outfit is not at all the Affleck. Right, so it's not like he crossed over into. At the end of the flash, he crossed into into the Snyderverse, and we know what his Robin's outfit was. Also, oh yeah, because we saw it. Because we saw it in, which is closer to what this mural is, though, which is also interesting. Yeah, I mean, we didn't see it in color. It's not quite, but though. it's not. Yeah, yeah, but it's closer to like the Burt Ward than it is to the Schumacher. Still love it. Still love that name. Finally, in a historic effort to gaslight the entire movie-watching community, Andrew Garfield had fun making you think you were crazy for expecting him to appear in Spider-Man No Way Home. We finally have some insight into uh, uh, what he felt about it, about having to lie to the entire world. Including Emma Stone. That's right. And he said uh, he didn't like the lying part. But it was like this massive game of werewolf that I was playing with journalists. For anyone who doesn't know, werewolf is like a very common theater game. It might, it's, some people call it mafia as well. The goal is to figure out who the werewolf is. You get like maybe like 10 people and four of them are werewolves, but no, you don't know who they are. And their job is to convince you. 
that someone else is a werewolf. And then they claw you to death. That's how it ends every single time. It's hard to find people to keep playing with it over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, quote, I placed myself in that position of, well, what would I want to know? Would I want to be toyed with? Would I want to be lied to? Would I want to be kept on my toes guessing? Would I want to discover it when I went to the theater? Would I want to be guessing, guessing, guessing? I would want the actor to do an incredibly good job at convincing me he wasn't in it. And then I would want to lose my mind in the theater when my instinct was proven right. That's what I would want. So, like, I'm all right with it. I wish it hadn't leaked. I'll tell you what, though. I know he's come out now and talked about what it was like to lie to everybody. And he's and the whole time he said he wasn't in the movie. And I've seen the movie now and know that he's in the movie. But... I don't think he's actually in the movie. Yeah, maybe not. He and Tobey Maguire snuck into a premiere. <laughs> yeah, and because he, he says he's not in the movie. And I think I believe that he's not actually in the movie. Yeah. I think I still believe that. Yeah, I mean, you anyone who thinks that is crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know, he seems very genuine when he says he's not in the movie. And I know I've seen the movie, and I've seen him in the movie, and I think he's great in the movie. But based on what he's been saying on the, on the talk shows, I don't think he's in the movie. Gotcha. Do you think he's in the movie? Listen, that man lied to you. You've got uh, Patty Hearst syndrome or whatever that is. Yep. Stockholm syndrome. That's the name of that. What? You've got Stockholm syndrome. Oh, okay. Cool. Patty Hearst. So what do we think? Is that, is that fine? Is that good? That's great. Great. Good. I, you know what? Honestly, I think they should do this more often of like lead, you know, slightly leak something and then have the make the stars lie for like three years straight. And then I think that's more fun. We came up like six months ago. We thought he should continue to lie. Yeah, I think he should continue to lie. Like this article should have him being like, I wasn't in that movie. I think he should continue to lie for the rest of his career (laughs) and just see how long this bit can go for. I don't think he should have given up the bit so easily. (laughs) You just give up telling people you're not in the movie just because people can physically see you in the movie. No, I don't believe he's in the movie. I still don't think so. He's yeah, a, you already made that joke. I'm still going to make that joke. It's timeless. Moving on. <laughs> you want a quick thing of my backup that I had? Yeah, go for it. So uh, there's a show coming out on Netflix next week. Yeah. That they had not mentioned anything about. They just now are like trying to promote it. And it sounds incredible. It's called Murderville. Yes. Have you heard about this? I've vaguely heard about this. It's an it's like a law and order, but like improv. Sort of. Yeah. So Will Arnett plays a detective who's trying to solve a murder Everyone in the cast gets a copy of the script except for a celebrity guest star who has to improvise their way through figuring out who the murderer is every episode. There's a different guest every single episode. That's amazing. Oh, that's incredible. And guests include Camille Nanjiani, Ken Young, Conan O'Brien. I'm so down for this show. Yeah. What is this called? Murderville. Murderville? Yeah. Do you want to talk about this next week? Oh, wait, no, it comes out next week. Right. Let's talk about this then, not next episode, then the following. Maybe, yeah. I don't know if it's going to be a binging thing. I mean, Netflix usually just dumps everything at once, right? Yeah, they usually dump. They don't really. They dump. They don't. I don't know what the other term would be. Pee? <laughs> I was going to say parcel. They don't wipe? No, that's not. That's not where I'm going with this, Andrew. Great. Well, anyway, yeah, we can talk about that at some point. Maybe not yeah, next I time, like but this. Uh, two times from Sometime, now. Sometime. Yeah. At some point. 
That's uh, that's all you got? That's all I got. That's all I got. Isn't that amazing how it just so happens we both end at the same time when I just decide I just don't want to do it anymore? And I just <laughs> give up on whatever other stories I have. It's a Christmas miracle, Chris. Isn't it? I mean, unless do you want to talk about how they're rebooting Quantum Leap? I was going to talk about that. I have no interest in that. Excellent. That's what Are I Are they figured. bringing back What's-His-Face? They might. The dead Sam guy? Sam Beckett? What's oh. his real name? Uh, Scott Bakula. Scott Bakula the Dracula. Yep. They might. I don't know. Who knows? You didn't watch the Quantum Leap. Why am I not surprised that you didn't watch Quantum Leap? Why am I forcing I this Quantum story? Leap. Did you? Yes. It's a classic show. That's how I knew the character's name before the actor. Oh, that's true. Said you Sam did Beckett. say that. What's his yeah, face? Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. That's fair. Never made it home. Never made it home. It's like Sliders. It was like a precursor to Sliders. That's how you're going to think of Quantum Leap, is that it's a precursor to Sliders. Not Sliders is is a Quantum Leap knockoff. How dare you? What? I said it. I know. That's why I said how dare you. You like Sliders more than you like Quantum Leap? Yeah. Sliders is amazing. No. I mean, it is, but not compared to Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap is a Quantum Leap better than Sliders. Easily. Sarah, what's better? The show Sliders or the show Quantum Leap? Go. You didn't hear anything I just said. Listening. Jerry O'Connell, John Rise Davies. All right, which is better? Fucking Gimli is in it. The show Quantum Leap or the show Sliders? Well, I only know Quantum Leap, so I'm going with that one. Yes! She only knows Quantum Leap because it's the only show worth knowing. Tell her to watch Sliders. She needs to give it a chance. Do you want to watch Sliders? It stars the fat kid from Stand By Me. Oh my god, <laughs> She had that revelation yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling everybody. The fat kid in Stand By Me is Jerry O'Connell, everyone. Look it up. It's a real thing. He got really fit, and now he's married to Rebecca Romaine. Lettuce. I don't know why it took a second for me to put that together. <laughs> I don't know either, because <laughs> you thought better. You were like, that can't be the joke he's making. No, yeah. My mind took it in, and it was like, no, <laughs> no, get it out of here. Before the booster we even... tried to reject it, and it, yeah. was, it overpowered you. Because they were like, we're going to have to kick something out to put this joke in here. And they're like, <laughs> no, just get it out. Just return it to sender. That's it. Yeah. We did a show. That's it. We did it. We're done. We did a thing. Oh, actually, before we go, hey, Andrew. What? Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yes. How long do you want me to do this bit for? It's timeless, Chris. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Where can they find us? They can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or iHeartRadio. We're also on Pandora. We're on SoundCloud. We're we're at soundcloud.com slash the media lunch break. Our episodes air first there at 8 a.m. every Tuesday. So if you want to hear them early, you want to hear them on your commute, give it a listen over there. But if not, that's fine, too. It'll come out wherever you listen in a minute. You can also find us on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're at YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break. We're on TikTok, where we just got a new follower today. Yeah. Uh, Our handle there is at The Media Lunch Break. So uh, check out our TikTok. We're making some videos sometimes if we feel like it. We're also Ah. on Patreon.com. Slash the media lunch break. If you feel like donating to the show, yeah, there you it's go. It's an easy, fun way to do it. You get a lot of cool perks and benefits if you donate small amounts over the course of months. So you know you got like five bucks extra a month that you can spare. That to you it's five bucks a month. To us it's sixty bucks a year. There you go. It's a fuck ton of money. That is. It's huge. Yeah. That 
doubles the budget for the show. It'll clean my gutters. Yep. It'll get my gutters cleaned. It'll fix the cracks in my cement wall in my studio. Yeah, if you can't donate 60 bucks a year, then go clean Andrew's gutters. One or the other. I don't make the rules. Chris obviously does. I make all the rules. You can also send us an email at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com, or you can visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and a reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. Give us that thumbs up. Give us a subscribe. It's a tough word. It's a tough word. Thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. Who's uh, always awesome. Amazing as always. That's all I have to say about her. I mean, what else do you need to say about her? Nothing. That's, yeah. Okay. All right, good. Good talk about Julie. That's right. Excellent. Yeah, as always, like Andrew said, you can leave a, a rating and review. You can leave it right in app, right there. As you're sitting, you're sitting on on the subway right now, and you're listening to the on show. Your toilet. You're sitting on the toilet, which is, I assume, where you probably listen to this. You're, you know, you're driving your car and you're listening. You can review us right in app. You don't even have to pull over. It's that simple. <laughs> you should stop at least. <laughs> but you can just stop in the middle of the road. That's fine. Do too. it Franco style, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we got a copyright flag for that song. There's no way we could have. That's it's in the public domain. But who performed it? I'm pretty sure the version I used is also in the public domain. It's probably well, so we old. got a copyright flag for it. So keep that in mind. Next time, just go into the microphone and go. Doot, 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 doot. You know what? I'll send a new version out. We can put it online with this, which with just that. Ridiculous! <laughs> it's literally three. Uh, why am I it's talking? It's all about right. It? A copyright flag doesn't mean anything for anyone interested in another peek behind the curtain with YouTubers. Copyright flag just means that it, whatever money the video makes goes to the person who holds the rights for it. That's all it means. Great. And guess what? We didn't make dollar one. <laughs> yeah, so it's fine. Oh, leave a leave a review right in there. You can leave it right in app. It really does. It actually does go a long way to helping us out. As always, leave a five star review or leave a five star rating, and you can put whatever you want in that review box. You you want to rip us a new one? Go for it. Let's see. Last week. We said, what did we say? Leave a five-star review and then you can leave your last will and testament in there, I believe. I think that's... Or your first one. Or your first one. You know what? I think if you leave a five-star review, you could leave like a prenuptial agreement right there. (laughs) That's fine, too. You know, that way it's there. An annulment? An annulment, yes. I think it's legally binding. If you want to annul your marriage and you put it right in the five-star review... Then that's legally binding. It's it's published right. out there for the public to see, mm-hmm. so you have proof that it happened. Yeah, if you break that contract, the YouTube, iTunes, they, podcast, you get a, we police. get a copyright flag. That's I think right. Is what that's happens. right. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Sorry, I've got. It's just going to spin for the rest <laughs> of the day. Basically, anything you do, you get. Like for us, it's like you fart in the wrong direction, you get, get a copyright, copyright flag. flag. Yeah. yeah. So. That's pretty much it. Can I make a request for people this time? Yes. I was going to say, do you have anything you want them to do? Yeah, I would like just the word sucks. Love it. I want to see like 20 of those in a row, though. Yeah. Like 20, just five stars sucks. Yeah, get your 19 favorite people, your 19 best yeah. friends. Just, five this star one review. should be easy. I, honestly, do everybody take two seconds and do five stars and then just put sucks in it yeah. right now. It's literally five seconds. And then get your friend to just do it as well. Just have them log on and do it as well because it takes two seconds. But I would love to see like 20, just five stars, but just sucks on it. Yeah. That'd be amazing. 
I think that's about it. As always, uh, next week we're going to be talking about who knows what. Something. Something. Possibly Hit Monkey. I know we brought that up as well. Yes. But on that note, in that space where we just went something, if you thought of something instantly, send it over to us. Let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. Send us an email. Hit us up on Facebook, whatever, and say, hey, uh, you should be talking about this. Can you talk about that? I had a thought about this. Whatever. You want us to talk about something? Let us know. We'll talk about it. You made something out there. You're a creator of some kind. You're like, hey, I just wrote something. I'm about to put it out. Can you put some eyes on this? Send it on over. We'll give it a read. We'll give it a shout out. We'd love to do that. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's about it. And with that... Are you still drinking your coffee? That's the end of the coffee, which means that's the end of the episode. It takes me like 10 seconds to drink my tea. I, once I run out of the coffee, Andrew, you don't want to come around me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is it because you have to poop? Yes. Well, time I be... Fucking off. That was, uh... I can't tell where this is going to go. We got we to gotta record these earlier more often. I know, right? It felt... You uh, want to start doing them at like six in the morning? Sure. That's fine. Yeah? Hey, listen, I'm up at that hour. You are not. One of us I is fine I just started getting up at seven to try and get to, prepared to like... To try and get up at seven? Put in auditions. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just, just for the hell of it? Yeah. You know, because it's better for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm up early. What time do you go to bed? Probably about midnight. Why? What time do you go to bed? Around midnight. But then I wake up at 930 and I'm exhausted. <laughs> I wake up at 6 a.m. I'm also exhausted. I'm not. Yeah, but I just I'm so curious. There's a good 30 to 45 minute period where I you should not talk to me when I first wake up. I'm in me. I've woken up angry for the last four years. So around the same amount of time since we started the podcast. Uh, around the same amount of time since something else happened in my life that made a major change. Every morning I've woke up in my mind with the eternal monologue of, fuck. And then about half hour, 45 minutes in, I'm like, all right, let's do this. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. I do the same thing, but fuck is followed with, I'm still alive? Yeah. I eat so much Taco Bell, there is no reason. (laughs) How much more do I have to eat? That I should still be breathing. I just saw the other day, 10 years ago today, I got, I won free steak and shake for an entire year. And did you do it? Did you participate in that? Nice. Are you, I fucking ate it all the time. Listen, if I won free something for uh, an entire year, I'd have it at least once a week. Yeah, that was the the goal was at once least a week. Yeah. You know how much money you would save eating somewhere for free at least once a week like sixty dollars uh, like more could, than that 52 times i think it was like a ten dollar meal 520 yes. bucks yeah i know so there you go if you are winning something for free for a week but then i had to pay to get there oh that's true to take the train and you have to pay in years off your life that's right. <laughs> so, so there's that <laughs>